Good morning and welcome to episode 297 of Taking the Charge podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hein of High News. Thank you for stopping by. So back in good old Germany after the Final Four and the Adidas Next Generation Tournament Finals in Belgrade. Uh, some really good basketball and... Um, Deserved champions, I'd say, for both teams, uh, for both competitions, and um, yeah, just a, a superbly organized event uh, for those who were there. Uh, I think um, I don't think I, I didn't hear any complaints. Uh, I didn't really talk to uh, loads of people about the organization, but um, it just seemed pretty uh, a well-oiled machine um and uh you know belgrade they just really just did a good job putting it all together uh just a, a city of basketball so it's kind of kind of self-explanatory that they'll be that they'll do a good job um yeah so before we go too far let's uh, let you know uh how you can ca- get in contact with the show um you can reach me on twitter at high news h-e-i-n-n-e-w-s the email address is high news at gmx.de you can go to the website highnews.com and go to the facebook group taking the charge podcast just put taking the charge podcast in the search bar and we'll let you in uh, go to iTunes, rate and review the show. You can become a Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash taking the charge. So, um, yeah, uh, Real Madrid, you know, uh, I guess, I guess, uh, to be honest, uh, a little bit of a lesser of two evils. Um, uh, although I guess, you know, kind of really would have really liked to see that, uh, uh Luka Doncic finish his magical run. And um, and congratulations to Real Madrid. Um, just kind of an underdog coming in, but uh, you know, really two super solid games and uh, really well played games on, on both sides. And and uh, you know, Doncic deserved MVP. Uh, I'll get to that in a second, but uh, really deserved MVP. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I say lesser of two evils. You know, there's there's characters on this team that you know I'm less fond of. Um, sort of, let's say Rudy Fernandez, Felipe Reyes. You know, just haven't had you know super positive, not super negative, but just uh, experiences and uh, you know not not the uh, not the most not the most uh, um, yeah. And just not super fond of the team, but uh, to that being said, I, I was uh, I was not unhappy to see Fenerbahce leave. Even though you know Fenerbahce, you know, do have a couple of players that you know I also enjoy um, you know communicating with. You know, you look at um, Brad Wanamaker, Nick, Nico Melli, um, 
you know, two, two really good guys that I've had really good relationships with. Um, but, you know, the the Fenerbahce fans, um, yeah, it can be sort of, can be sort of, uh, uh, I, I don't want to get, I don't want to get too much into it. I, I, I'm not too unhappy to, to see them, to see them lose. Uh, entitled a little bit. Um, oh, anyhow, you know they made the final again th- three th- three years in a row. I have to totally respect that uh, fantastic program. Um, but um, you know, it's a deserved championship by by Real Madrid. Real Madrid, um, you know, Real Madrid won the rebounding battle thirty seven twenty nine. You know, definitely impressive. Uh, went to the free throw a lot, uh, line a lot more. You know, just really just more physical. Um, 26, 26 made free throws, thirty four to seventeen twenty four for Fenner. Um, you know, Sergio Lowe did did a really good job on defense on 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 Bobby Dixon, who had who had kind of smoked uh, Shakiris in the uh, in the semifinals. Uh, Kasur, you know, Kasur almost won the MVP, and uh, and uh, you know ended up being Doncic, which obviously is deserved. But you know, Kasur just a fantastic, uh, especially the final, and then the semis. Um, you know, Dixon coming up with 19 points in 11 minutes, just huge. Uh, and Chagiris, you know, even though they created, they they committed 20 turnovers. You know that that um, uh, them grabbing. Uh, them winning that rebounding battle, thirty-seven twenty-two, almost got them to <laughs> get that victory, which would have been so much fun. Um, you know, Yaskevich is is uh, really shown to be a fantastic coach, and and uh, yeah, the end of that game was really, really on both sides. On both sides was 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 pretty uh, was lacking execution. Um, just Yesikevich just at the at the press conference said, you know, it's kind of sort of a deer in headlights moment for them at the end, kind of um, kind of froze, <clears throat> and um, yeah, it was. Uh, I'm really happy that 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 uh, that Chuck Garris really played well and 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 made it made a good game out of that, um, and uh, you know, congratulations to them. They they came back and won won the. Won the uh, second, the third place game. Uh, almost, almost lost it. Well, a pretty amazing comeback there for for uh, for CSK, uh, but ended up losing it. And um, yeah, the semifinal, the other semifinal, Real Madrid and CSK. You know, you look at uh, again the free throw battle with Real Madrid, just you know, thirty six to to twenty, uh, thirty six to nineteen on free throws taken. And um, and then you know Real Madrid made made forty four percent from three point range and with Carroll and 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 Lul both hitting threes, uh, three threes. You know those those are the differences. You know they they just they went to the line, uh, t- attacked the basket much more and and also uh, hit you know a good amount of their threes. Forty four percent is a really really good percentage for a team in a game that size that that of, of that magnitude. So congratulations to Real Madrid all around. Uh, move over to the Adidas Next Generation Tournament final f- finals. Uh, Stella Azura uh, ended up going undefeated in in their group and uh, in Group B, and then and then 
Letos Ritos uh, took it, Group A, and they Group A, and they had actually they won they won, they won their first two games, and that was that meant that they automatically were already into the final into the championship game without having played the third game, and uh, you know took care of business in the third game. wasn't f- fantastic game, but you know they had already known that they were in the final, and they were sort of. You know, doing more of a of a management of minutes, make sure that nobody was you know going too hard at it, and uh, knowing that the next day, the Sunday in the morning, would be the final, so the championship game, and you know the Stella had a had a had some foul troubles, and and uh, Mark Blazovic was amazing, uh, ended up with a with a double double, and um, they they just really he he could have actually. That could have been a blowout, um, but uh, you know they did a they did a solid job stopping Blazovic. Uh, but Blazovic just would continue, just kept going at him and at him and at him. It's just fantastic performance by him and Servitas had been kind of quiet and then just really kind of just picked up big. You know, well well deserved MVP. Um, and the Stella Zura Stella Zura Letos Ritos champ- championship game was a rematch of the final back in. Uh, back in Countess, and um, yeah, it was a much better. It was a much closer game, and and they they you know they didn't. Uh, you know, Stella's are up, um, you know you have to have hats off to, to Stella. You know they really came back, and and a lot of that was was when uh, Dolph Penelpio came back into the game. He had been uh, uh, saddled with three fouls in the first half, and and that was when. Uh, and that was when when Ritos really kind of pulled away, and and Panapio came out and hit two threes, and just didn't hit enough threes in the game to really get back in. And even you know, they they t- they did tie it, but um, you know just uh, they don't have the level of player that the Ritos do with with Blazovic and 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 Cervitas, and that clearly made a difference. And uh, well deserved champion. And uh, I was talking to I was talking to someone from from you know that that works that does uh, that covers Rita's and and Rita, I think the one thing that they kind of wish maybe that the season was obviously you know fantastic and all that but the one thing that they maybe you know deep down probably wish that they um, could have had was a victory over Shagiris in the final in Kaunas because uh, obviously Stella knocked off Shagiris in the final. Uh, in the final game of the group, to take the group and then go against Leitvos Ritas in the in the in the final encounters, and I just think that deep down they probably would have liked to have taken down Shagiris in Kaunas. Uh, but hey, man, you you win the championship, and you know you're the, the second time championship for them. They won it back in 2012, and uh, so uh, congratulations to that organization. And uh, really, two fantastic talents. Uh, Blazovic can be back next year. Um, remains, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, uh, I think both of those guys could, over the course of next year, definitely work their way into the rotation of of, of Letros professional team. Um, you know, Bla- uh, Servitas has already played both uh, uh, Euro Cup and 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 the uh, LKL League. In fact, he's the youngest uh, starter, the uh, youngest player in in. Um, in the history of that comp- of that uh, uh, the youngest player to play to debut in both of those leagues for the club, so and passing Jonas Valanciunas uh, in both those cases. So 
you know, hats off and, uh, you know, really a, um, a good, a good, uh, all tournament team. You look at Servetus, Blazovic, Pinopio, Para, and Nakic, uh, Nakic being of Real Madrid, uh, really showed a fantastic all around game. Also a year younger, Joel Para. I think he ended with 29 and 16 was the, was the, was the final game that he had. And, um, yeah, so the, the three guys from the final. Pinopio, fantastic performance, really breakout, you know, after not making the Countess tournament, he had a, a, a problem with the visa. Uh, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, uh, yeah, so that's um, that's all really. I haven't really been paying that much attention to the NBA playoffs, so kind of a pass off on that one. Uh, happy to see that the Cavs, even the series, um, at 2-2 and I still think they'll win um, although I think they'll probably have to take game 7 in Boston but we'll have to see about that uh, to the interviews we actually have two I'm doing two interviews this week one of them is um, the aforementioned Dolph Panapio uh, from Stella Azura uh, and then I'm going to follow that up with uh, an interview uh, with Janis Neumann Janis Neumann is uh, the only German of 102 players in the NBA 2K League. And uh, he worked his way through 70, I think it was 72,000 applicants and uh, was drafted in the third round, first uh, first pick in this in the third round by the Mavs Gaving. So first off, we're going to start with Dalf Panapio, and then after that we're going to do Janis Neumann. So enjoy those, and we'll catch you on the other side. Okay, so on the show this week, uh, we have Delph Adam Pinopio. Um, Delph, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks to you, David. Um, Delph, we uh, we saw you this past week weekend at the Adidas Next Generation Tournament yeah. uh, finals in Belgrade. Uh, playing for Stella Azura. Uh, you guys reached the final and the championship game lost to Lightfoot Ritos. Um, maybe, maybe just give us your. You know, it's been a, it's been a couple of days now, and I'm sure you've thought about the game. Uh, maybe just talk about how you remember the game. The game was a very hard game. We played not too too good. We can do we we was a very hard game. Yeah, uh, it was was a very good team, and they had like two players like Blazovic and uh, Servitis that they are very very good. And um, the game was like um, <clears throat> very hard because these players are always like always made their 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 shots, and we play like bad defense. But it's not. But in the offense, we do like, we do we have a lot difficult, but didn't lost. Um, you you picked up three fouls 
pretty early in the game and um, we're stuck on the bench and maybe talk about how difficult that was not being able to help your team yeah I think the three falls that wasn't uh, was it like two falls because the referee called it but it wasn't fouled it was very difficult to start and stay at the, on the bench because my team like they don't have like a, a, a point guard right now And uh, the the game was like another with well, it kind of got out of hand. You know, they were up, I think, by by fourteen when you came in. Um, what did what did you want to do when you came back in? What were you thinking when you came back in? What did, what were you thinking when you came into the game then in the third quarter and I, I think it was like a fourteen point lead yeah, for when, them. When I when I back to court, they are plus eleven. I think they are advantage. Then I'm. It's not very. It's not easy to recover that point because YouTube was was uh, very is uh, like. Um, a good defense team, yeah, I know. And so, yeah, I think that was very hard to recover that points. Yeah, but you were close. You were close. Um, how, you know, knowing that you lost, how do you how do you feel about that? Yeah, it's bad because. We are very near to win, and yeah, um, yeah, it's not good because we need to to have more practice because Little was was very good team, and for us, we don't have like players for Stella. We have three, like Chipola and Luca. There are no. Our not our real teammates, so it's very difficult to play with 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 us. And you were also missing us, uh, Aristide, right? Maoha. Yeah, I think Aristide have an injury, so he don't come. Yeah. Um, this was a this was a rematch of the of the game in Kaunas, the the final yeah. in Kaunas. Um, what was that? Was that extra motivation for for the team? What was that motivation? Was that motivation for the team, knowing that you lost in Kaunas? Yeah, but in Kaunas, in Kaunas isn't like like the final four here in, in, there in the in Belgrade. We are in the final four, like the final to win or to lose the the Euroleague. We have this next year, so we are too motivated than Kaunas because in Kaunas uh, we I don't I wasn't here in Kaunas, but I feel the they are motivated to 
But in Belgrade was different because we are like we are very want to we want to win because we want to make story that Italy won like the final Euro League and the first yeah the first team to win a final Euro League. Yeah, it would have been the first Italian yeah, t- yeah. team to win a, win the championship. Um, you mentioned you were not in in Kaunas. Um, there was a the team the uh, the team was going to America afterwards, and I guess you were having problems with a visa to get to the states. Is that right? Yeah, because my passport, the the um, the embassy, the American embassy, take my passport. So I in the in the check in, I don't I didn't pass. Okay. Um, when when you heard that Stella Azura was um, received a wild card for Belgrade, how happy were you knowing that you would be able to play? Yeah, yeah, I'm very happy because I had another opportunity to to show me like I don't know, show me that to play against and to do this. I mean, I mean, experience like you really. I was, it was so bad not go to Kaunas, but it feels so good going to the Blue Grade because I had another opportunity to to play, like, I don't know. Um, you you averaged uh, almost 18 points, um, and five and a half assists, three about three rebounds, 1.5 steals. Um, how do you think you did? How do you think you performed uh, in your, you know, the first competition uh, in the Adidas Next Generation tournament? Uh, how I did it? How do, yeah, how do you think you did? How do you think you performed? Yeah, um, I think that uh, I never did, like, um, I don't know because I play the game that I can. and I need to to thanks to my teammates because they always support me and they are like they are always put me in the condition to play like a leader I don't know but so I will take more shots and and I, I will take my team to to the win. Like I don't know. You had a you had a great game against um, the best game of the turn, tournament for you was against Jovan Tut. Uh, you hit five, five three pointers, scored twenty four points. Yeah, Badalona. Yeah, we went against Badalona, right? And you you had thirteen assists too. Um, Maybe just talk about that game. It seemed like it was like everything was working for you. Yeah, defense was good. Like the defense was good, so we I don't think much of it, and I focused all in offense because yeah, yeah, they like because they're like. I don't know, but 
because they are like I don't know what to say. Um, they're very. Uh, I don't know how to say, it, but I the, I always attack the rim and the the little space they had the difference to me. I will take the shot and. Uh, um You've been you've been with the with Stella Azura, uh, uh, I think since five years old, right? And then you and you've been in the academy since you were thirteen. Is that right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah uh, I'm here to Stella, like fifteen meters, to Stella. So, at school I go to practice and was a was a problem to go to homeward like so. So. Stella helped me a lot because they're very good to practice. They're very well, they want to support you and they want the best from you. So, yeah, Stella is good, a very good team for me. Since you've been there, it's five years now, so, I mean, in the academy, how, how do you think the 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 academy, the organization, how do you think it's changed? Since you joined, yeah, no, yeah, thirteen or fifteen. Uh, but how do you? When I was fifteen, they play like, and I watch always like Germano is is the same coach, and and I watch the. The oldest player that like Madrid, like they change a lot because they focus. They focus very. They very focus on the player, and they want the best for him. And when the player, like when the player leave the Stella, they have. I think they have like a little prize. So a little. So. So they are very now. I think the change like now they are a serious academy, not like the since 2010 or 2009. And, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of international players as well. Um, you know, you had players from uh, from Congo, uh, Senegal. Um, Cameroon. Yeah, yeah. Um, Stella is a very is academy. It's a worldwide academy. International academy. Yeah, you got you guys had Tomar, Harsh Tomar from India last three years. In three. Yeah, India, Serbia. Uh, I don't know uh, the Republic of Dominican. What's that like for you? What's that like? For, how, do, how, how does that how, do, how does that help 
you uh, get to know the game? Get to know what? How, how, get to know the game and the, the basketball of, of, and the different cultures of basketball. Yeah, um, of the team. Yeah, I don't understand. Sorry, I don't understand the question. How does that? What's it like playing with all these players from different countries? Uh, yeah, is all players had like different different characteristic. Like the African players are always tall, and they the black guys always jump high, and I don't know the Serbian is always shooting, and so is very. I think is they are like I don't know. They help me to improve my, myself because watch the uh, watch the these different guys um, from all over the world help me to change my game too. So and I'm Filipino, so my style of game is like to attack the rim, create space. I don't know, running the court. Did your did your parents uh, did your parents play basketball at all? My father and my my father played basketball when since very since he was a guy. <laughs> but he always play like he's not playing like professional basketball. He always play. I don't know uh, amateur amateur. Amateur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how long? How long have they been in? Because uh, they're both Filipino. How long have they lived in Rome, or in, in Italy? Let's say Italy. Yeah, my father and my mother are in Rome. I was in Rome. Like we're in Rome since two thousand or nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, I. They come to they come in in, uh, in Rome. So really, just before you and were born. I was born in two thousand and yeah. And and did they were you part yeah, of a yeah. Filipino community in 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 Rome? The yeah, there isn't like a community there in in Rome, but there's we are we are all friends like. From from Philippines, we know a lot of people, but no community is yeah. It's always family, friends. It's always all connected. So it's like it's very fun. Very we are happy here. So it's nice. And do you still have family back in Filipino in Philippines? Do you still have family in the Philippines? Yeah, I have my mother's my mother's family there. Mm -hmm. And do, have you seen them? Do you see them at all? Do you go? Do you go to the Philippines at yeah, all? Yeah, when we yeah yeah yeah. Well, this summer I was in Philippines and I saw my my grandfather, my grandma. But how often do you go there? It's nice. I think I will 
on July. No, but in the past, how many? Like when you were growing up, did you did you go to Philippines then? Maybe once a year, every two years, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once a year, like no, no, it depends because often where I I have like a, a tournament here or something like camp in Rome, so I don't leave Italy and. And we stay, oh, only my father lies twice a year or once a year. Um, I, I wanted to ask you also, um, you, you haven't had a chance to play for Philippines yet. Um, I, the, the under 18 Asia Championship is, is coming up. What are your plans for that tournament? I want to play like I played in the, in the, in the Belgrade. I don't know the player, I don't, I don't know who, who is my teammate. I only know Kai Soto, but I know he's tall. I don't know how he played. I don't know he's the coach, but I'm very happy to do to do with this experience. I'm, I'm so excited. So you're gonna go back to you're gonna go to Philippines and go to the training camp to try to play for the under at the under 18 Asia Championship. Yeah, I think I will go. In July, I will practice with the national team. Then we we go to Bangkok. Ha have you been in communication with the coach, the, with the coaches uh, from the Philippines? Not me, but my father told me there. My father and uh, I don't know how we call it, but they, we yeah, we talk with the. With the manager, I don't know how. And what what are they what are they saying about what you about about you for the team? What are they saying about that? Hey, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Um, you know, you're you're from you were born and raised in in Rome, and you know you played for Stella Azura, a Roman club in Italy, and at the at this championship. Um. What would it mean for you to play for Philippines in in Bangkok? So for me, it's very, it's very amazing experience because I want to show to the Filipino that I'm in Italy, but I'm Filipino. Yeah, but I um, I'm very proud to be Pinoy. I'd be proud to be Filipino because I want to show to. All players, all guy that I can play too. Who were some of who were some of your role models growing up in basketball? Sorry. Who were some of your role models, like your idols, the people you you liked watching and? Uh, my idols. Yeah. My number one idol is. Well, I have a lot of idols, but I don't know because. I take all like all their their special moves or talents from I think KD from shooting, 
Rondo from Asis, and I don't know, um, Lowry, Kyle Lowry for the playmaking, and I don't know, MJ from the jump shot, Kobe from the fadeaway, yeah, a lot of idols. <laughs> I don't have like one, only one. Yeah. Um. How much how much Filipino basketball have you watched? Uh, I watched the PBA, but not too much. It's on real early, right? <laughs> what? It's on early <laughs> in the morning for yeah. you in Rome. Yeah, yeah. But I only watched the highlights. So my favorite player in the Philippines like, is Terrence Romeo and Jason Castro. Um, one of the one of the the um, the changes now in in international basketball is that in Asia that uh, New Zealand and Australia also play in the Asia Championship. Uh, what would it What would it mean? You know, what is you know? How, are you how much are you looking forward to playing against uh, you know those two teams? Obviously, Australia has has uh, so much talent uh what would it be like to play against australia and new zealand yeah i'm i don't know because i was i never play like australian people or australian players but i know they are very tall and big because australia had like white and black people like they can play basketball and new zealand too so I'm very excited because can we like can I can I play against there? So it's nice for me. It's okay because more experience. And now you also have uh, more confidence from playing against really the best of Europe, right? As well now. What? You have more confidence now as well since you played in Belgrade and showed that you can play. Yeah, the self-confidence, I think, is the key to make shots. Mm -hmm. You can't be afraid to play basketball. Um, you mentioned Kai Soto. Uh, you know, he's one of the, the leaders of the, of the uh, under-17 team now going to Argentina for the World Cup. Um... What? Uh, first of all, I guess I guess maybe how how much will you be watching that tournament uh, this summer? If I will watch the Argentina, yeah. If you watch the under, uh, yeah. If you watch the under, yeah, I will watch it. Yeah, I will watch it. I know Philippines now the under seventy had like a good playmaker like Fortsky. I don't know, but they have. So I think Kai. And the the Fortsky Padrigal think they do a nice co a nice duo, so I think they can do something something good. Uh, Philippines though have have uh, have only competed at the under 19 World Cup one time. It was in 1979, the very first the very first under 19 World Cup. 
how uh, how important is it for you to help Philippines get to get back to the night to the under 19 World Cup? If I will go to under 19 World Cup, yeah, if I will play for under 19, uh, I want to make story because I, because yeah, you say like 1979, so so long, and I want to. To I don't know to to make Filipino happy again and like and I don't know how how much um so you um you know you you were born and raised and in in Italy in Rome and you know you learned the game in in Italy. And um, and you 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 know you learn from you know Serbian players that came in and from other countries in Europe and in Africa. How much will your experience help the team in in Bangkok? My I don't know. I think my experience will. Can can help the team because I'm Filipino too, so I know like they play very fast. They always fast breaks, and I think with the Serbian mode, like shooting three point transition or or I don't know, they they can they I can help them. Um, let's come back to Stella Azura. You guys uh, had the playoffs um, yesterday, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, how did that? How did that go? What's the What's the update on the playoffs for they, you guys? They lost. They lost, but I played like a good game. And that was the semifinals. The yeah. the. We lost. And so that's eliminated. They're eliminated now from the from the competition. Yes. Okay. Um, you know that's that's what the third division. How in in Italy, you know, what are what are you learning more? Let's say, what do you learn more from from the the competition in the third division than you yeah. learn at the at this Adidas Next Generation tournament? So. The, the third division had a lot of seniors player that it, it don't arrive to like the top so they are very good too but it's not like they aren't special too so I I learned a lot of things of like veteran moves or I don't know like protect the ball always protect the ball because in the third division they the referee don't always call the foul, so I learned to I learned it and to play D from very hard because if you don't play D in third division they will they will catch you off. Yeah, you don't play defense, you don't play, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so we saw you 
we saw you in in Belgrade, um, and you showed that you can shoot. You showed that you can drive, and you showed that you can pass. What what do you um, where? How do you want to improve your game? I think I need to improve my my body because I'm not too big like like other players. I need to do more gym and I don't know. I think to on the pick and roll. I think to need to to attack the mismatch or I don't know. I don't know yet, but but I think this is the the bad things I do in the tournament. What's the biggest thing you learned from Belgrade? From that tournament? Yeah. The biggest thing I learned in the tournament, never give up. Never give up. The game is always there. In the final, we was under 11, but I don't know how. We don't give up. And I think the game was... was tie again. <laughs> Yeah, he was there for the taking. Um, so you talked about what you want to improve on. You know, maybe what kind of goals do you have for yourself uh, in the next, let's say, two, three years? The goals... Uh, the goals in two, three years, I don't know, make 30 points per game. I don't know yet. Do you want to stay with Stella Azura in the third division? Do you want to try to go up to a, whatever, let's say a Euro Cup or uh, or? Yeah, I want to. I want to go to improve my like to go in the in the in a good division to play against bigger like good teams. I don't know, but I don't know where, but I want it. Um, how how much uh, how active are you on on social media? How much do you use social media? I not too much, but I use like Instagram, Facebook, and that's it. Only Instagram, Facebook. Okay. Um, you want to tell people how they can follow you on Instagram and Facebook, so that if people want to go and and okay, see you, sure. follow me on Instagram, guys. What? Underscore Delph. Underscore Delph. That's it. Yeah. And then your name in in uh, in Facebook. In Facebook, I don't accept. In Facebook, I don't accept like guys I don't know because I only accept friends and uh, you know. Sorry. Okay. All right. All right. Well, definitely on Instagram. So so go follow. How much do you use Instagram? I think I use Instagram. Yeah, I use Instagram. A little, yeah, I use it. All right. Uh, all right, Dalfe, thanks uh, for, for coming on. I appreciate it. Thanks to you, David. And uh, I hope that uh, you make the team for Bangkok, and I hope you guys are able to finish in the first four, and then uh, we see each other again in uh, wherever the Under-19 World Cup is next year. So okay. good luck, keep working, and uh, definitely down the road. 
Sure, thank you, David. Alright, so on the show this week we have Janis Neumann, um, who in the circle of sports that we'll be talking about is more commonly known as JLB uh, with the Mavs Gaming eSports team. Uh, Giannis, thanks for, uh, thanks for taking some time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, we've been kind of trying to go back and forth a little bit, trying to, to come up with a time we could talk. Uh, I, we, we're, we're starting, we've started the season for you guys already. Um, you had a, a tip-off tournament and then also now have uh, two weeks, you're actually two weeks into the season. Um, we'll kind of go into some of the details of that. Um, you're two and one right now. You played two games this past weekend. Um, maybe just in general, your th- uh, maybe if you can give me your thoughts about uh, how the season has gone so far. Um, I mean, the, the tip-off tournament didn't go quite as uh, good as we wanted it to go. Um, we uh, we thought we could at least get to the finals and, and make something happen there. But obviously we were the only team going into the tournament we had not previously met. We never had practice together. I just got there a day earlier. Um, so we, we didn't really know each other. Um, but we did quite good in terms of um, you know getting out of the group. We had the toughest group going into the tournament. And... Um, Especially after that, we had a pretty good feeling, and then uh, we didn't expect that we would get kicked out by the 76ers, but um, they, they proved that they were top team um, going into the tournament. I think they were more the underdogs, and um, it proved to be a pretty good team. Actually won the tournament as well. And um, yeah, since since then, we got, we got back to Dallas, and... Now it's it's a little bit different. We have a lot more time to prepare for our actual opponents. We can watch film on them. Um, we, can, we can go through our strategies, our plays, and everything, and really prepare. Uh, and and that's just a huge difference to what was possible during the during the tournament. Maybe for somebody who you know really doesn't know or, or kind of understand. Um, what you guys do? Let's let's say that you know you know they they have an idea of of an NBA player and you know uh, maybe you know how much they practice, how many games they have, and whatnot. What does what does so you guys play once a week? Um, what does a what does a, a, a like a week look like for you? How how often do you guys come together to practice? Um, and do you, you know, tell us a little bit about how, how that week looks like for you guys uh, in preparing for or just going through daily practice? Um, so usually our days are the same. Um, what we do, our week is basically like this. We, we go to New York or, or come back from New York on um, Saturday or Sunday depending on how many games we play. Um, and then we, we usually have the Sunday off as a, kind of a rest day. 
and then Monday we started um, and so we always start our days at 10 a.m. We meet up with the uh, with the team and um, and we kind of talk about the week talk about our game a little bit um, and, and then we start our workout uh, we have we have to, to, to work out do actual workouts um, to keep our body fit cardio and, and stuff like that uh, and then we uh, go back to our apartments take a shower meet up at about 12:30 and uh, go to the practice facility and um, Mondays are usually more media days uh, we have our confessionals we, we talk to our our PR team and, and um, shoot some videos there talk about the weekend as well how the games spend and um, and on Mondays we always have uh, a little team bonding thing so um, we have time we, we watch some film on, on Monday as well and uh, and usually at around six we um, do some stuff with our team which uh, is also recorded because the maps always put up a uh, um, weekly video of um, us having that team morning thing so we for example, we go to the movies, or we uh, yesterday we went bowling, so stuff like that. And then the rest of the day, uh, the rest of the week is um, usually so we always meet up at ten again, do our workout, meet up at twelve thirty, and then um, we go to the practice facility, start practicing, um, and then watch a lot of film, we analyze our film, our games. And uh, we go through plays. Maybe we have some new plays we want to kind of uh, run in the next game. We uh, obviously we watch our opponents, analyze their games, and um, you know we prepare for them. And um, and we we usually have some guys from Dallas. They come in and we practice against. There's a lot of good 2K players in Dallas, so they they come to our practice facility. And we play against them, or we practice against other 2K league teams, depending on um, day of time. And uh, that's what we usually do from from Tuesday to Thursday. And Friday we we leave for New York, and uh, yeah, we we play our games on the weekend. Uh, you say practice facility. What is that? How can we kind of picture that in our minds? What a practice facility looks like. Um, so it's actually the, uh, the old Dallas Mavericks office that got renovated and, and built into our practice facility. So um, in there we have uh, four offices for our coach, our mental coach, and our manager. Um, and we have another meeting room where we watch our film. Uh, we have the kitchen in there, obviously, uh, bathroom and stuff like that. Um, a video film where we uh, film our, our uh, videos for the Mavericks and um, yeah then we have our setups there uh, we have I think 10 computers but the Tranks facilities is not completely done yet it's still being worked on there's still a couple of things that will be added um, over the next couple of weeks but um, for, for now that's, that's how it looks Obviously, we. Uh, the main thing is obviously playing there and, and having the film room. So um, that's how it looks right now.
And so each of the teams is, is six players. Is that all as far as uh, you mentioned, I, I think, uh, a, mental, a mental coach. Do you guys, is there, is there coaching staff at all? Or mm-hmm. what is so what? We have a, we have a Go ahead, personal coach. Um, he's from the 2K community. So um, during the game, he's able to make adjustments. Uh, he's able to talk to us during timeouts. During breaks, during halftime, um, you know he he runs us through plays that he wants to run. Uh, during the week, we we break down film with him. Um, you know, just like a, a normal NBA coach or, or a normal basketball coach. Um, and then yeah, we have we have our mental coach. Uh, the the Dallas Mavericks are very big into that um, because I think one of the biggest strengths that you can have is your mind. And uh, that's what we focus on as well. Um, we do some stuff with them that, that they want to, that they want us to know going into games. And um, yeah, that's that's our coaching staff. Um, when you guys, well, let's go back to let's go back to the draft. Um, so I, I think I saw that there were seventy two thousand applicants for the for the for the draft, um, and we were talking beforehand, and you said that the the top two hundred fifty um, were notified that that they've reached uh, or that they're in the the final two hundred fifty, and that the uh, top 102 or the 102 players were then selected in the first draft. You were the first pick of the third round. Um, you know, maybe just talk about your feelings about that. You know, to 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 hear your name selected in this in this league. I mean, you know, it's uh, yeah. Just maybe just talk about that first. You're talking about your feelings of of being drafted. Obviously, uh, huge. Um, you know, when you're, we, I was sitting in my in my uh, friend's living room. I was watching it uh, with my best friends from my childhood, and um, you know, it was obviously the draft took a very long time. I think it was about three hours into the into the draft uh, until my name got called, and um, it was a, it was a long wait. Because the whole draft system was obviously a lot longer than in the normal NBA draft system, because every every team had to choose six players. Um, yeah, it was it was an amazing feeling, especially uh, being drafted by by one of the teams that I that I had a preference for. Um, you know, go, going into the draft, I was looking at the Mavericks, the Celtics, and, and the Warriors, and. I, as soon as the the Mavericks announced that they would be part of this league, I uh, kind of put them at my at my number one spot to um, to be drafted to, if if it would all happen. And uh, it, at the end of the day, it happened, and it's a great feeling. When when you were uh, notified that you would be in the draft, was there any sort of because you mentioned that you you sort of wanted them. Was there any sort of uh, um, 
Is there any sort of question as far as uh, from from the the two K side of of preference of, of of team at all? Uh, not from them at all. Not from them at all. No. Okay. okay, okay, that would have been surprising. We had our interviews with uh, the teams, so um, after the the contract got signed, every team was allowed to do team interviews, and um, yeah, obviously, I think everybody has it has their their preference to to where they want to go, even though they they might not say it um, before the draft. I think now people talk about it. Well, openly, obviously, because they're in their markets. Yeah, right. But, um, yeah, uh, we all had our interviews. I think that about interviews with 11 of the 17 teams. And um, obviously, during the interviews, you kind of get a feeling of if there's something going to happen. Um, I knew right after a couple of interviews that that's probably a spot where I will not land. Um I knew about three or four teams uh, that were going to pick me if I was available at their spot. So um, I kind of knew where I would end up, I think, uh, between, a, between a couple of teams. Um, and, and that's how it went. Um, you're, you're listed at 7 1 and 260. Um, as a center, you were mentioning that you are kind of now playing power forward. May first start off with maybe how you created your your player profile, or you know the the, the player that you're playing, and and what were you were what you were thinking when you when you were kind of putting that together. Um, well, in the in the two K league, um, they uh, decided to to get the presets. Um, so you can't really change your height and your weight to uh, kind of get an even playing field. Um, but before that, always, always played center. Uh, I think my my player that I created um, in in 2K when I bought it was I think about seven one as well. Uh, oh no, it, it's just the height that I like. Uh, a lot of people just put the uh, maximum height you can have. Um, I kind of like to have a, a height that can play center and power forward as well. Um, and, and that's why I chose uh, to be seven before the whole uh, 2K league thing happened. And how, and how would you describe your game in 2K? Um, well, now you're kind of restricted to, to a play style. You can't choose um, out, of, out of every uh, available playstyle that is that is available in 2K. Uh, the league um, restricted it to, to five archetypes. That's what it's called in the game. Um, per position, where you have to choose between that. Uh, obviously, before I was I was able to to um, create my own player. Um, and, and back then, I, I kind of modeled my game after Dirk Nowitzki, I want to say. Um, uh, stretch pick that, that can play in the post. That's what I did before. And, and now it's it's more of a um, defending stretch. Is that is that made has that made the the you playing this game a little bit more difficult then? Um, 
really. You just get you just get used to it. Obviously, we, we practice a lot. Um, obviously, I play a different role on the team, um, but other than that, it, it's not that big of a, of a difference. Uh, you're playing with um, with Dimes, who was the the number one pick in the draft in a in a pre. Uh, in a pre-2K league game last year, um, I saw that he dished out 55 assists. Obviously, there was the game where he scored uh, 50 points. Um, you know, maybe maybe just talk about playing with a guy like him and 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 what let's say what impresses you about what he can do. Um, I mean, Dimes is obviously a, a great player. It's fun to play with him. Um, He's a he's a great all around player. He can he can score, and he's in he's a great passer. Um, yeah, he has great vision, and I think that's what separates him from from a lot of point guards. That he that he can do both at an elite level. Um, I've I've known him for for a while. I met him in, in New Orleans last year, so I knew him personally as well. And uh, he's just a, a great person as well. He's a great guy. He stays positive throughout the game. He's a, he's a great vocal leader, so it, it's a it's great playing with him. What do you what do you think? Um, you know, like we said, so you you started off with a with a victory over Raptors, and then in week two you had the 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 two games you you beat the the Celtics um, with a with a nice you know real. Uh, team effort, you know, Dimes only got, uh, was only able to, to score 10 points of those 66, and then in the other game, you guys lost again against the 76ers. Um, maybe just how you think your team is, is kind of playing right now? Um, I think we're, we're playing good. Obviously, we're not right where we want it to be, um, but going into the, into the weekend, we knew we had two uh, juggernauts that we had to play against. It was one of the weeks where we also have to play two games. Um, so we knew that going into the into the weekend it would be tough. Uh, it was also a, a long break between the games, which we probably could have handled better. Um, so that was that was kind of exhausting. But uh, yeah, we we played pretty good against the Celtics. Able to get the win. They're obviously one of the best teams in the league. And then uh, we won the game against the Sixers. That was that was a game we really wanted to win, obviously because of the the loss in the in the tip of tournament. And uh, we played a lot better than we did in the in the tip of tournament. Uh, we still made a couple of mistakes, but um, we we analyzed the game today and and yesterday a little bit. So we uh, we know what adjustments we have to make and um, we're positive that, that we can beat them the next time we face them. That was, those two games were on 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 the, uh, I guess on Saturday, right? Yeah, Saturday. Um, what, what was the time difference between those games from when you started and then, and then when was the, the second tip-off? So uh, our first game was at 11 a.m. It was the first game of, of Saturday. And then um, our second game was at 6 p.m., so uh, seven hour, seven-hour difference. 
And does every team have one of those? Because obviously with 17 teams, it's an unbalanced you know, schedule. Does every team go through a couple of those weeks where they have two games on a, on a day, on, on one day? I think every team has two those weekends during the season. And they're always on, and they're always on the same day, or are they also because you also there's 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 Friday Saturday games. Is it is it always on the same day, or is it or is it or is it split up? I think it, it's uh, it can go either way. It could be split up, but it can also be on the same day. I think the Wizards had a, a week uh, like that last week where they had a game on Friday and also a game on Saturday, so it could be either way. I see next week. Or I guess it's this weekend. The Sixers play at 1 p.m. against Wizards, and then go at 5 p.m. against Raptors. Yeah. Okay. Is that um, if you have to if you have to have two games in a day, is that more preferred to to do it you know soon after your previous game, or or to have the break between? I think it's definitely great to have it uh, really close to each other. Um, I think during our break, uh, we got really tired. Um, we probably should have went back to the hotel. We were talking about that. Maybe get a little nap in. Um, so we, we knew that. Because at the end of the day, you know, we were sitting at the in the studio for, for almost six hours. And um, so it, it was definitely tiring. But um could have handled that better. And... You learn from mistakes, so uh, I think the next time we'll just go back to the hotel, maybe have a long break like that, and, and uh, get some rest. What would you say makes the difference between a good team and, and a, a team that's not so good in this league? Uh, I think it's all about chemistry. That's the definitely the most important thing. Um, communication is a big part. Um, I think those two definitely stand out. And uh, I think that's what separates the, the good teams from the bad teams right now. I think there have been some some teams that collapsed during the fourth quarter um, because they didn't communicate. And uh, those definitely are the, the most important things, I think, right now. Um, you mentioned, you know, the using the former uh, Mavericks facilities. Um, and obviously, being being German, um, you know, with the Mavs, there's, you know, obviously Dirk Nowitzki's been there for a long time this season. Uh, Maxi Kleber's been uh, was a, was a rookie there this year. Um, has there has there been any interaction with the with the with the the Mavericks uh, NBA basketball team at all? Uh, not yet. Well, um, actually, during. I think it was a couple of days after the draft. Our um, the, uh, the the coach, the mental coach, working with the Mavericks, he sent me a picture with uh, with Maxi um, saying uh, he's welcoming the third chairman. Uh-huh. So that was pretty cool. Um, and and now we are true. Uh, we are we're still trying to set up a, a meeting with Turk. Um, I'm actually having a, a German TV crew from. From uh, the TV show Galileo, they they are coming over to to film, and uh, we we wanted to set up a, a meeting with Eric if it was possible. So uh, we we're still figuring that out, and and then we'll see. So you haven't had a chance to meet either of them yet. Uh, not in person, no. Uh huh. 
Have you have you thought about a question or two that you definitely want to get in there to ask them? I think I, I think I still have to think about a a couple of questions, um, but uh, I think it will be just fun meeting. Uh, first of all, Dirk, obviously, I used to used to face off basketball in, in Germany. That's how I got into basketball. So um, I have to think about a couple of questions. Um, do you, and I, mean, I guess this is something that, you know, do, do you know of any, any, I guess first the easiest probably would be Mavs guys, but is there any, any, any NBA players that have kind of said, you know, or that have really taken an interest in this, in the 2K league and, and, and maybe even said, oh, I want to try to play against you guys? Um, I think they there's a little problem with that uh, because the the league um, or what well, the teams are not allowed to get NBA players involved with their content. So I don't know how it will if, if players are allowed to actually talk about it. Okay. Um, I think there, there's a little uh, restriction to that. So uh, I don't I don't know if there have been any comments. Okay. From, okay. From NBA um, when 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 you meet somebody and you tell them that you play um, NBA 2K professionally for the Mavericks, what do uh, what do they think? Let's say people, whatever you know, in a restaurant or you know wherever, walking around the city, what do they think when you, when they when you say that? Uh, I think, especially here, most people are are um, um, what do you what do you call it? Like, I mean, most people, first of all, are uh, fascinated. Um, I've, I've met a couple of people just uh, during the last couple of days. They went up to me and, and asked me about the, the mask gear that I'm wearing. So I, I told them about what we do, and uh, they, they started following me on Instagram. They were like, "Oh, that's that's so cool," and, and stuff like that. Um, we met a couple of people at the airport on Saturday that uh, actually saw us on on Chicago. Um so uh, uh, most people are, are fascinated by it. They uh, want to get to know more about it, and um, so that that's great. Any big um, misconceptions about about what you guys do? Uh, I think there's always well, not from from people that we meet, but obviously there's always people who um, are negative towards esports. I think. Um, but I think uh, that, that goes for everything life um, you've been playing you've been playing for a long time and uh, you know now you're, you're we had the tip off tournament and we're you know we're two weeks three games into the season uh, when you when you heard about the league you know you had ideas how it would be um how does how does the actual reality of of the league and, and your place in it right now compare to what you thought it was going to be like? Um, I definitely uh, kind of envision it like it is right now. Um, obviously, there were a lot of unknowns going into the season. Didn't really know where the games would be. Um, if we actually have to travel to New York every weekend. Um, so uh, 
there's hasn't been really any things where I would be like, oh, I, I didn't expect this at all. Um, so for the most part, it's it's uh, how I imagine it. And as far as as far as reception, I mean, you guys you guys go to the go to hotels then in in New York. Um, there's nobody. There's no there's no fans there, right? That's basically just um, you guys with you know whatever you know technicians and 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 and, and you know and you know NBA 2K people and stuff like that. There's there's no there's no fans watching the games live, right? Uh, there's a couple of people. Um, no um, players are allowed to invite people as well. Okay. Okay. Um, during the tip of tournament. Ronnie 2K uh, tweeted out some some things over. There were a lot of people um, coming to the, to the event and, and watch the games. Um, there, there's not too many. The the event is, is uh, not that big. Um, I think about a, a hundred people can fit in there. But um, mostly it, it's obviously players that are in there and, and people from around the league. But there's definitely a, a couple of fans or, or um, people from, from players' families that uh, that watch games as well. Do you have any idea how many how how good how well the the league has been received? You know, let's say on on Twitch or or you know wherever else they might be watching. Uh, I think um, it has been it has been decent. I think it it can be a lot better. Um, but but that's on the league to to fix that with with viewership and stuff like that. Um, I think last week the the viewership was down pretty bad uh, during during the Friday games, and on Saturday they were they were a lot higher again. Um, so uh, I think the league is looking into that, making fixes maybe um, you know, on on how to handle all that stuff, but. Uh, I think there, there's definitely a bright future and the right people are definitely in place to um, to handle all of that stuff. So uh, I'm, I'm positive that, that uh, it will be pretty good moving forward. Is there any, is there any other teams out there that, um, or, or I guess first first off, do you do you follow the other teams at all? I mean, obviously there's the preparations for the game where you're watching. You know, you're watching their their past games and whatnot. But uh, as far as following other teams, you know, who maybe have another player or two that you know that you've kind of gotten to know and 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 you know become friends with, is is there any of that in uh, in this league for you? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, obviously, we we always at the same hotel with with all the teams, so we see each other throughout the whole day. Uh, we walk into each other in the, in the lobby. We um we we maybe get something to eat with each other, so uh, off off the court, if you want to say uh, it's a it's a very good relationship with um with the entire league uh, on the court. It, it definitely stops. Uh, there's a lot of trash talking going on, um, but but off the court, it's definitely um, a lot of friendships throughout the league. Obviously, a lot of people have known each other for a long time. And finally, I get to to meet each other in real life as well. Um, so there, there's definitely some friendships uh, throughout the league here. Yeah. Who are some Who are some of your 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 best 
best friends in the league, other than your your teammates now? Um, I'm really good friends with uh, with the cast of first of all Dirk, uh, Jamie, he has um, Luis, he has the 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 cast for the 2K league. Um, he's a huge Dirk Nowitzki fan, so we kind of share that. Um, and um, I'm really good friends with uh, um, Boo Painter. He's the the power forward for the Wizards. Um, we we have talked for months about finally getting some orange chicken in, in New York. Uh, so we we finally did that when we when we uh, hit the tip of tournament. We are good friends. Um, I'm I'm good friends with Tally Kirk from from the Kings. Um, oh, there, there's a couple of guys. So there's definitely a lot of guys that that I can mention. Was that a question I just had? Um, shit. Uh, okay, regular season uh, ends on uh, ends in July, 20, 21st of July. Playoffs. Uh, give us a rundown really quick. Is that top top uh, eight teams? Is that how it would work? Get to the playoffs? Um, I think or, the playoffs, the, the 2K League, the, the championship in, in August, I think is um, all, all the teams. Oh. No, I think the, the 17th, only one team does not qualify, if I, if I know correctly. Okay. I would have to double check as well. Okay. Let's see here. Is it? There's a one, two, three, four, five. No, can't really figure it out. Um, I guess, I guess, kind of just to, to finish off. Uh, goals for the season and how you guys want to get there. Uh, obviously, the goal is winning as many tournaments as we can. There's three more coming up. Uh, uh, three more tournaments coming up, including the, the playoffs. So the championship is obviously the number one goal, um, and. Uh, and that, you know, just just creating a, a bonding and, and a brotherhood with the, with the guys um, we are here with. Um, I think we we definitely have a good chance of, of playing for the championship. I think we are one of the best teams in the league. Um, and you know, the way we can get there is obviously practice a lot. Um, and uh, I think we have a we have a great. Um, set up in, in terms of our coaches um, and uh, I think that that will definitely help us achieve our, our goal uh, for those who might be interested in following you on social media why don't you let them know where they can find you uh, it's on Twitter you can find me as uh, JLB underscore 2K and on Instagram it's uh, JLB 2K all right, uh, Giannis Neumann with uh, Mavs Gaming. Thank you. Appreciate you coming on, take uh, coming on and, and taking your time. And yeah, and uh, good luck, uh, good luck this uh, the rest of the season. And I'm sure every week is a uh, is a new adventure in this in this brand new league. And it's it's really exciting to to uh, to 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 kind of follow it. 
haven't followed it as much as I I I would I would like to, but I mean there's so much basketball and and now 2K basketball as well. So uh, good luck and thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Okay, uh, fantastic stuff. Uh, yeah, um, the NBA 2K League. Um, I really haven't haven't watched it. I have very. Well, I'm not going to say very little because I have no connection to Twitch at all. Uh, Twitch being that platform where the games are being played. Um, but you know, it's existing. It's 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 the 17 of the uh, of the NBA NBA clubs have a have a team in this league, and uh, and you know the, the 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 start of a new era has begun, and it's it, it's it's pretty exciting. You know, you could go back, and I did the interviews with Nauseous for Life um, from from Fraport Skyliners, and then also. Uh, Jan Palmer with uh, ESL, the sports director of, uh, I can't remember what, what uh, teams and federations relations or something around that. Uh, so you can go back, Noxus for Life, and, and Jan Palmer, you know, talking about esports. Um, so if you're interested, you know, go back and, and, and check those out. Uh, let's see if I can maybe get those episodes. So um, I, I figured, I actually, I've been, like I mentioned, I was trying to get to. I was trying to get to talk to um, to, to to Giannis for for a little bit there, um, but uh, uh, finally got to him, and uh, so enjoyed that. Uh, those interviews uh, were back in episodes two thousand uh, two hundred two hundred seventy six and two hundred seventy seven. So you can go back and listen to those episodes. All right, so that is the show for this week. Uh, next week uh, we'll actually be in India. Uh, first time in my life uh, heading down to India to, to check out the BWB Asia camp and uh, so we'll be recording a show from there um, so last thing to let you know is what you're going to be listening to the song is called Do It In Your Mind and it is by Louie Louie and it's available on freemusicarchive.org check it out enjoy the uh, NBA playoffs uh, should probably be in the finals if i'm not mistaken be in the finals maybe even have played a game uh by the time we talk uh, next week uh, so enjoy
Hi, this is Brad Wanamaker with Bros Basket Member, and you listen to Take the Charge.